You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. This is your daily Green Bay Packers update, brought to you by Packernet.com and powered by Overtime Media. Two-time Pro Bowler Jamal Adams has requested a trade from the New York Jets. The first-round safety picked out of LSU in 2017 has been a monster already in the NFL, racking up 12 sacks and two interceptions in his first three years and has been a very important leader on the team's defense. Adams has two years left on his rookie contract, and the team does not seem to be willing to trade him yet. General Manager Joe Douglas has said that he wants to make Jamal a Jet for life. The young star, however, seems to be disillusioned with the team and its recent lack of success, and so far there has been an impasse in long-term contract negotiations. Due to his dynamic leadership and obvious skills as a talented football player, many Packer fans immediately started buzzing about the possibility of a trade. Don't get too excited. Adams has released a list of seven teams he's interested in playing for, and the Packers are not on that list. An early favorite in the negotiations seems to be the Dallas Cowboys. Another factor here is that safety is not a big need for Green Bay. They drafted Darnell Savage in the first round last year, and he had a phenomenal rookie year. The team also paid out big money to free agent Adrian Amos, who has three years remaining on his contract. If you're still not convinced, the Packers' limited cap space this year and next is the final nail in the coffin that makes a trade extremely unlikely. And don't forget, the Jets want something in return. They're asking for at least a first and third round pick, according to at least two sources. So far, this is not Packers general manager Brian Gutekunst's style. While he was willing to hand out four huge contracts in 2018 to free agents Zadarius and Preston Smith, as well as right guard Billy Turner and aforementioned safety Adrian Amos, draft capital is something he covets. He also seems to prefer to scout out emerging talent in players who haven't made a huge name for themselves yet. So although Jamal Adams is one of my personal favorite players in the league, and I'd love to see him in Green Bay, this is an extremely expensive trade who's not interested in coming to Green Bay and doesn't fill a huge hole on our team. 
On Thursday, the Packers announced that their annual meeting of shareholders will be held virtually this year due to COVID-19. This is usually a live event, but this year it'll be live streamed to 360,000 shareholders. That live stream will take place on July 23rd at 11 a.m. Central Time. So shareholders, mark your calendars. Speaking of COVID-19, ticket prices this year are relatively low as uncertainty looms over the question of if live audiences will even be allowed at most NFL games. So far, the matchup with Tom Brady's new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has generated the most interest, with ticket prices starting at $227. Incredibly, this will only be Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers' third time ever playing against each other. In case you're wondering, Rodgers came away victorious the first time, back in 2014, final score 26-21. Unfortunately, the Patriots stomped the Packers in 2018, winning 31-17. It wasn't even close. So many fans are excited to see round three between the two future Hall of Famers now that Brady has switched conferences. Remember, the Packers and Patriots only play each other every four years, and in 2010, Aaron Rodgers missed that Patriots game due to a concussion. Matt Flynn stepped in and threw three touchdowns, but it wasn't enough to hold back Brady. The story does have a happy ending. Green Bay went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Yesterday afternoon, Brett Favre made headlines commenting on Colin Kaepernick. Quote, it's not easy for a guy his age, black or white, Hispanic, whatever, to stop something you've always dreamed of doing and put it on hold, maybe forever, for something you believe in. Favre went on to say that he believes Kaepernick will be looked back on in the future as a hero. Favre's comments clearly indicate that, in his opinion, it was Collins' political activity and not his gameplay that cost him his opportunity in the NFL. Now, whether you agree with this or not, many fans say they'd like to see Kaepernick back in the league so he can have an opportunity to show everyone whether he can still be an effective quarterback. At least one team in the league does have some interest in giving him a tryout. Head coach Anthony Lynn of the LA Chargers confirmed that Colin is in fact on his list of quarterbacks he wants to try out. Finally, hear from new defensive backs coach Jerry Gray, who was brought over from the Minnesota Vikings after the 2019 season ended. Well, you know, one thing I do is I've looked at Jai, I've looked at Kevin, uh, I've looked at, you know, Kadar on film, I've looked at uh, Josh. You know, I've looked at the, a lot of those guys, and, and I like what they do. They're young. They can all run. They're different styles. So really, to be honest, there's really no cookie-cutter style that you can have on a football player and say, hey, this guy's going to be a hard jam guy. He's going to be a soft press guy. What I like to do is what a guy is really good at and then adopt my system to what he's, he can do right now. And don't try to do too much because it's hard to master everything. I was a 3-4 guy. I played with for Fritz Shermer, and we were 3-4 the whole time. You know, we had a nose. We had two big three techniques. We had two outside linebackers and two inside linebackers. So, I mean, I played in the secondary, you know, and so we understood what, what you can do, what you can't do, and the problems that it presents. And I think we, we do a really good job of going from a 4-3 to a 3-4 here, which is excellent because I know a lot of offenses don't like that. Now they have to prepare two different defensive fronts and it takes you takes away from the stuff that they can just key on and say they're going to be an over or under. That's it. You're caught up on all the Green Bay Packers news. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet podcast hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to packernet.com and follow the Packernet podcast on Facebook.
My name is J.J. Leahy, and this has been your daily Green Bay Packers update. Support for this podcast comes from Overtime Media.